certainly it's good to see those of you who's come out to be with us this morning services. We're thankful you're in the house of the Lord, and we're especially thankful you're here at Landmark Baptist Church. We pray the Lord will see if you do. we have any sick? I see we got several out this morning. Do anybody know of any, any of them being sick? Um, but anyway, uh, remember them and probably see some more coming in. Um, I want you to remember um, the um, Logue family, L-O-G-U-E family. This is um, Sister Deidre Williams, Brother Mark Williams' wife. Father passed away Friday afternoon with uh, COVID. He, uh, he, they, he called. Uh, he called me. He called me when he was dying, actually. He called me and said he wanted us to pray. He said she was losing her daddy. He said he was he was dying. So remember that family in prayer, the L-O-G-U-E, Logue family. So remember them in prayer and pray for them. Ask us to pray for them. Pray the Lord will see fit because said she was she was very close to her daddy. And uh, so remember them. Um, I know there's others sick. we got those among us that are sick. Uh, we won't remember all those in prayer and pray for them. Sister Stephanie says she's feeling better now. We're thankful for that. And Anybody that's not, Brother Jim? Who? Grayson? Okay. I will remember Grayson in prayer. Let me write her down here. Y'all bad on knees, aren't you? Who? Threckle? Who did? He did. Oh, my goodness. Who? Oh, Mindy, yeah. D-U-N-N? Mm. A lot of a lot of sickness, folks. I'm telling you, it's just it's almost like it's a plague everywhere. Um, pray for those and um, all those all those among us, and um, and pray for uh, Grayson and and these others that we mentioned today. Pray the Lord will see fit to go with them. Um, we, we want to welcome you to live streaming from Landmark Baptist Church here in Lyons, Georgia. So we welcome you and we pray the Lord will see fit to bless you. And we have more and more listening to our uh, services, ever, ever, almost every service we have. And we're thankful for that. And we've, got, we've had others that have re- requested to be put on the friend list so they can listen. And it's, it's just great. It's just wonderful uh, to know that. Um, Let's go, Lord, in prayer at this time, and I ask the Lord's blessings upon these requests. And uh, and Brother Jim, will you lead us?
Amen. Thank you, brother. <clears throat> Thank you. <clears throat> All right. Uh, have your Bibles this morning. This is a to me. This is a pretty special message for everybody. I I wish everybody could be here, but uh, I don't guess that's ever going to be so. But um, we've a uh, special message. Turn with me to the book of Joshua. The 17th chapter. Let's all stand as we honor God's word by standing. I'm only going to read uh, verses 15, 16, and 17. And I want to, um, something that Joshua uh, uh, spoke to his people, and here's how he spoke to them. In the 15th verse, and Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, that's the title of my message this morning, if thou be a great people, then get thee up to the wood country and cut down for thyself there in the land of the Pezrites and of the giants. And if Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee, and the children of Joshua said, The hill is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites that dwell in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both they who are of the uh, Bathsheba and her towns, Bathsheba and her towns, and they who are of the valley of Jezreel. And Joshua spake unto the house of, the, of Joseph, even to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people and, and, and hast great power. They shall not have one Lot only. Gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that uh, we can still read it and see it, Lord. And I pray my eyes will get better. Lord, I pray that you'll help us in everything. Go with us. Take care of us, Lord, for it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <clears throat> Great people. That's how Joshua uh, addressed his people great people and that's what I'm going to do today I'm going to be addressing great people today but I'm going to show you why you're great and and why you 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 sometimes sometimes I think we sort of get off of that sometimes you know great people have great faith and great faith uh, produces great people and that's uh, that's the key to it. There, I was thinking there this morning that uh, about coming to church. Uh, I, I like Brother Wayne Massey. Uh, Brother Wayne Massey always puts a little uh, a little thing, a little uh, quote on there every every Saturday night, every Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Brother Wayne Massey. I don't know how many of you see it, but Brother Wayne Massey will put on there tomorrow is Sunday. Get your family ready, load them up, and take them to church. He does it every he does it every Saturday, and and that's that's what it should be. That's what it should be. That's really what it should be. You know, we've we've we're, we're just getting worse and worse in this country as far as people that want to serve the Lord. You know, these uh, Joshua told these great people here. He said, "Now you you need to get out there." And, and do what you have to do to provide for yourself and to do these things, whatever you have to do, do it to provide for yourself and, 
and, and go out there, and they, they were afraid. They were afraid to step out. And, that, and that's, a, that's exactly the way that we are sometimes. We're just afraid to step out sometimes and do what God would have us to do, and, and we just don't want to do it. And, and, and that, that takes, uh, folks, I want to tell you, that takes your greatness away from you when you don't want to do what the Lord would have you to do, and that takes your greatness away. But we want to, um, you know, this past Wednesday night, we spoke about two great men, and that's, that's what got us kicked off onto this message here today. We spoke about two great men in the Bible, Melchizedek, Abraham. The Bible says, not con- now considering how great this man, that is Melchizedek, was, unto whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tenth of his spoils. Now, why, why would you do that, you know, unless you recognized and saw a great man? A great man, we're, we should love one another because we're great people. We're all great people. Not, and we, you're going to see this before we get finished this, this, this morning. You're going to see just how great you are. You, not, not, not how great I am, because I think that gets some people in trouble when they start talking about how great they are. But uh, not how great I am, but you're going to see how great you are this morning, and especially to this pastor. Of all the patriarchs of the Old Testament, Abraham is said to be the one of the greatest. Uh, matter of fact, um, Luke states, and Luke, in and, 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 and this is key to right here too. This is key. And he gave him Abraham, that is, Luke is referring to Abraham, and he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham begat Isaac and circumcised him the eighth day. And Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat the twelve patriarchs. And God even called Abraham his friend, the friend of God. Now, wouldn't you... Wouldn't you just like to know that God called you one of his friends? I mean, it, it, we, we, we're greater than that, though. God doesn't call us one of his friends. He calls us his sons and his daughters and his children. He calls us, he calls us a lot more. He calls us something a lot more than that. It's a wonderful thing to, uh, it, it, it lifts you up, I tell you, it lifts you up. It lifted me up to prepare this message. It was Noah it was Noah who learned what the covenant of God means. This covenant has everything to do with our greatness. This covenant that we're referring to here, that, that he gave to Abraham first. Abraham received it first, and he gave it to him. And this covenant is everything to do with our greatness even here. It was Noah who learned what the covenant of God means. Jehovah God told Noah, and I will establish my covenant with you. And I, I'm, I'm not just preaching on Noah now, but that's what I, right now that's what I want to say. Now I will establish my covenant with you, neither shall all flesh be cut off more by the waters of the flood, neither shall there be any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the token of the covenant I, I made between you and me and every living creature that is with you for what? Perpetual generations. You, you didn't know that Noah's 
blessings came down all the way down to us. God passed those blessings right on down to us. That blessing, that covenant, that covenant blessing that God made with Noah, he passed it right on down to us. And we're going to see that again, as I said, when we get finished here. He passed it right on down to him. Um, That's found in Genesis 9, verses 11 through 12. It was in Christ that the Lord established the same covenant with us. Same, very same covenant with us. You know, we we weren't left out of it. The very same covenant with us. Well, now I am about to say, and I want to ask you, how great is Christ to all of us? How great is Christ to all of us? That's, that's your first great faith right there, is how great is Christ to you? You know, some people act like uh, he's not very great to them because they never, they don't witness about him. They don't talk to people about him. They don't tell people about him. So they, they act like that he's not real great to them. I've, I've always said this, if something is great to you, witness about it. If something, if something is out there that's great, you know, if, if, if some of the statements that people put on Facebook, they, they'll not be putting them on Facebook, they'll be telling them people. They'll be telling people. That I, you, just, you just expect people to say good things on Facebook. You really do. You expect people to say good things on Facebook. You, you, don't, you don't see anybody on Facebook ever put anything very bad on there. About they don't they don't love God they don't care nothing about the Lord they don't care nothing about church you don't you don't see that you don't see that and of course when somebody puts something good on there we're gonna put a like on it or we're gonna put a love on it or we're gonna make a statement about it or something like that let me tell you folks greatness greatness in the Lord if 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 Jesus is great to you then you need to be telling other people about his greatness. Mouth to ear, that, that's how it's done. Faith, your faith is passed along from mouth to ear. Mouth to ear. I know that uh, when I was in one of those groups, uh, and I'm not going to mention it today because, but when I was in one of those groups, that was one of the things that you had to say before you got in the door. I was in one of those secret groups one time years ago. And, you, and certain things you had to say. So they would ask you a question. They would say, how do you convey with people today that you're who you say you are? And, and the answer to that is from mouth to ear, from mouth to ear. And you put you, I don't care if it's a man, woman, or what. Well, it wasn't any women because it's all, it all men. But I don't care if you put your, your face up next to a man, you would, you would tell him in his ear, from your mouth to his ear, what the code word was, the secret word. Now, for some of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Masonic Lodge. You, you tell them what the secret word is, and then they let you in. You had to know that, though. You had to know that secret word. Well, let me tell you, folks, that's the way Paul says in, in the book of Romans, he said that's the way faith is passed along, from mouth to ear, from mouth to ear. From mouth to ear. You know, that's how faith is passed along. You know, it, it I don't know. I, I've, I've always had a problem with Facebook. I really have. Uh, I enjoy some of the things I see on it, some of the things that you hear on it, you enjoy it. Uh, but there's some of them that just, that just go way too out too far. 
They make statements that, uh, matter, matter of fact, I saw one on there where made a great statement at the beginning and cussed at the end of it. I mean, I, I don't understand that, folks. I can't help it. I don't understand that. I just don't. I don't understand you putting down, you put down, well, I, I love the sovereignty of God, and then you put a like on somebody that's just as Armenian as they can be. I, I, don't, I don't agree with those things. I can't help it. I just don't. You know, Armenianism is, is, not, is not the Bible. It's just not. I don't care. I don't care how good the people. Are. I don't care how well you know them, and I don't care who they are. Armenianism is not in the Bible. It's not taught in the Bible nowhere. The Bible starts out in the book of Genesis as being sovereign, and that's the reason we're great people. It's because God is a sovereign God, and God is a sovereign God, and God only chooses to save whom He wants to save. He chose them before the foundation of the world, and and He saved them. And he's going to save them. Those that's not saved yet will be saved. And in the future, if they're not saved yet, if God has any out there, will be saved. And I believe with all of my heart, when God calls in that last elect child, it's going to be over. That's, that's, why, that's why he's here. That's why we're here. That's why we're here today. That's why God has made all of us great people. That's why he made them in Joshua's day, why he made them great people, because they were God's elect people. They were his people. They were great people because of that. Now, we said uh, just how great is Christ all of us. Well, he's great enough that we will pay our tithes to him. You know, why, why, do, why do we put tithes? I see people putting money in the box back there. I watch them, and and I... And, I don't, I, somebody asked me, said, well, who do you never, somebody asked me one time a few years back, said, who do you never see? I said, I don't ever see anybody not put money in there. I've seen everybody in here put money in there. Why do we do it? We do it because Christ, we're great people. We've got great faith. We talked about great faith two weeks ago. We've got great faith. Every one of you got great faith. These little children, I'll tell you, they got greater faith than most of us. Them little ones that come forward like uh, Ella and 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 uh, Ash, uh, Ashton that come forward, you know, their their faith is a lot greater than our faith. Well, those little children believe what they they believe what they what they're uh, witnessing to. They believe it. They really believe it. Sometimes I wonder if we really believe what we witness to. It's sad to say. Well, Christ is great enough that we pay tithes to him. We pay tithes to him. The covenant contained all the promises of God to his elect people. That covenant that he gave Abraham, now keep that in mind. That covenant he gave Abraham, first Abraham was the first person that received it. That covenant he gave Abraham was, was all of the promises that God made to all of those who were of the lineage of Abraham. Abraham was the father of great people. He was a great man. He was a father of great people. He's our father. Father Abraham, he's our father too. He's our father in the faith. Even though God is our father as far as, as, far as uh, everything is concerned, but Abraham is our father in the faith. He's the one that, 
He's the one that he, you know, if we if we don't pass it along, it's going to die out. That's just as simple as that. If, if Abraham hadn't passed that along, and I, you're going to see that in just a minute, we're going to get right down into the nitty gritty of it. Abraham passed that along, and 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 if he hadn't passed that along, then it wouldn't have got down to us. Never got down to us if he hadn't passed it along, and he did. He passed that great faith along. What does this deduct down to? Abraham paid tithes to another friend of God. Abraham paid tithes who, who was Melchizedek. Christ was more than a friend. Christ was much more than a friend. He's a son. Christ is a son. He's a son of God. It was John who said, Behold, what matter of love hath the Father bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, listen to this now. We don't get all this verse. We just get part of it. Behold, of what matter of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. And because of that, therefore the world knoweth us not. Oh, boy. We live in a day when people want the world to know them. They want the world to know, know them. You know, folks, we may be in the world, but we're not of the world. The world, we're, we're not of this world. You know, we try to mingle ourselves into this world, and you can't do it and be and have great faith. Because there are times when you just say, I can't do that. But, boy, I, I see people today that they just can't say, I'm not going to do it. They just have to mingle themselves. You, we, we know what mingling means. We know what it means today. Why, why, why do you think God brought this pandemic up on us, this plague? You know, you know, what, the, you know what it did, deducted down to? Quit mingling. Now, did it? Did it not? You know, we can't. I, I go in a store or something now, even though I'm, I'm over it now. And I, I told Rhonda, I said, me and you got three months that we can be we can be thankful that we're over it. Usually they say about three months, and then you get it again if you're not careful. But uh, even still, even, even though I've had it, I go in a store and I, I'll say, well, one if that person right there is going to breathe on me. One if that person's going to cough. I was I was in the grocery store here a while back, and this lady walked upside me, <laughs> and I thought to myself, and didn't even have a mask or nothing on. I had my mask on. I always got it on. And and this world's not for us. God didn't create this world for us. Nowhere in the Bible do you see that God created this world for us. God created this world because he had a plan and a purpose before the foundation of the world, and that included him creating this world. And what a great blessing it is that we, we've come down this far. <clears throat> what a great blessing it is. He is, Christ, speaking of Christ, he is the heir of all things, which the great apostle says, therefore that no man glory in man all we do we lift people up high we lift parents up high higher than some parents should be lifted up 
We, we, lift, we lift up brothers and sisters. I'm talking about biological brothers and sisters higher than they should be lifted up. We lift up family members higher than they should be lifted up. Because here's what he, he said that the world in one place in the Bible, and we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes, he says the world did not deserve these people. You. I mean, the world does not deserve these people right that's right it's amazing he said therefore let no man glory in man for all things are yours now think about that think about that some of you that worrying about worrying about uh, what you have and everything everything's yours what he says it belongs to you and it, it'll come around you'll get you'll get your you'll get what god has for you I've said this many times over the years. If God owes you anything, stand up right now. You women tell one of your husband or one of the men here that God owes you something, and I promise you God will give it to you if he owes you something. God don't owe us a thing. God don't owe me a thing. He don't owe you a thing. You'll say, well, some people are faithful in church. God still don't owe you anything. That's what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be faithful in church. You've got these people running around out here that just choose, well, I'm not, I'm not going to go to church this Sunday. I'm, I'm just going to stay home. Like Brother Wayne Massey said, that's what a lot of people do. He says, whether Paul, all things are yours. Whether Paul, he's yours. Or Apollos, he's yours. Or Cephas, or Peter, that's who he's referring to, he's yours. Or the world, it's yours. Or life, it's yours. Or death, it's yours. Or things present, it, they're yours. Or things to come, all are yours. And why? Because you're Christ, and Christ is God's. That's why. Right there. That's why. You belong to Christ. Therefore, you, you are a joint heir with him of everything that's in this world. God owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and he owns the hills. And you do too. You own them too. You say, well, I don't own just a little old lot and a house. No, you don't. You own a lot more than that. A lot more than that that you, God's got laid up for you. A lot more than that he's got laid up for you. I want to say before I close this message out today, and I'm not really about to close it, but I'm going to say this. I want to say this before I close this message today. I believe that every person in this building is a great person. I really do. I really do. You know, you folks just don't know. I've sat down and thought about this, and, and I thought about this, and I said sometimes, sometimes we preachers abuse our people. A lot of preachers do that. They abuse their people. They, 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 they talk down to them. I, I know I'm a little higher than you are up here. But I'm not, I'm not talking down to you. I, I, I see every one of you in here today as being greater than I am, greater than I've ever been. You, you've heard me say this many times over the years. I believe that. I believe that every one of you in here are greater than I am. And, and, and I believe that some of you could get up here and you could probably preach a message that would just, that would just all strike everybody. Some of you women could do it. If you could, if you were forbidden, if you wasn't forbidden, 
You could do it. And and that's that's not just because I just because God called me preach, that don't mean I'm any greater than you are. At twenty two years old, I was just well, at twenty one years old, I was just as meaner than a snake. My mom used to tell me, You're meaner than a striped snake. I don't know what's different than a striped snake. But uh twenty one years old. I just, I'd gotten out of the military and at 21 and I was meaner than a snake. Then God saved me. He didn't make me any greater than anybody else. He just saved a sinner like Brother David Collier said. He just saved a sinner is all he done. That's all he's done to any of you. He saved a sinner. That's all he done to me. He saved a sinner. It don't make no difference if I live to be a hundred years old. God saved a sinner. God saved a sinner. He saved a lot of sinners. Thank thankful for that. I believe every person in this building is a great person, from the youngest to the oldest. Yeah, I believe you young people are great people. I think somebody was all stricken when I told Carson the other day, Carson, you're a great young man. I heard a lot of chatter back there. Carson is a great young man. We've got a lot of great young men in here. We've got a lot of great young women in here, great young girls in here, great older men in here. Can't leave us out, Sam. <laughs> you're you mean, you mean older than you was last week, aren't you? From the youngest to the oldest, from every man, every woman, and child in this building, I believe you're great people, every one of you. I'm not trying to just, I'm not trying to puff you up. I'm not, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you what this message has taught me. You're great people. None of you, as myself, got to be great without the Lord making us such. You didn't get to be great by doing something great yourself. Had a man tell me several years ago, a lot of years ago, man tell me, he said, I put a lot of money in that box. I'm not even going to tell you what church I was at. He said, I put a lot of money in that box. I said, well, good, that's great. Well, let me tell you, folks, that's not what made you great because you put money in that box back there. It didn't make you great just because you said something good about your pastor. What made you great is God. God made you great. He made you who you are. You're today, you're who you are. And, and how did we take that greatness for granted many times? We take it for granted. We take that greatness for the fact that we can do as we please because we've done this and we've done that. You can't do it. As Brother Wayne Massey, I wish y'all read that. He, he writes a pretty pretty good piece on that. He's just like me. He's just an, he, well, I, I won't say it over this. But, but uh, anyway, he's just a simple man. But he writes a good thing in there on, from down there in Florida. He's just a simple man. We're just simple people, but we're great people. What a great blessing that is. 
it is a great shame. It is a great shame that some will take this with rolling eyes today. It will. Some of you take it rolling eyes. Some of you say, well, he's just talking. Don't roll your eyes. Believe what I'm telling you. Believe what I'm telling you. Some will take it with rolling eyes, and some still do sometimes. Great people of the Bible such as Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, and his parents. Bible Bible says that Moses' parents were great people. I know some of you, some I know some of your parents, and they were great people. They were great people. They really were. They were great people. And let me tell you, folks. It says Moses and his parents were great people. You say, where does it say that at? Eleventh chapter, book of Hebrews. It says uh, Moses and his parents, Joshua, Rahab. Now, how many women were in that? Three women. Three women was in that. One of Moses' parents, Rahab, and Sarah. Great people. So you you women don't you women don't you you you're not any lower than anybody in here. Yeah, you've got you've got to, you've got your instructions from the Bible, but you you know we we'd honor these women. I tell you, when you have one. Laying at the hospital that you don't know. What you gonna hear next? Every day that something came back, something else was wrong. You know, you don't. The great people. All the preceding were heroes of faith, the Bible says. None of these was the world worthy of. None, the Bible says none of the world was not worthy of none of those people I just named out to you. Why you want to dirty yourself up out there in the world? Why you want to dirty yourself up out there doing the things the world does? Why do you want to do that for? Now let me ask you, and here, here's, here, here is coming down to the conclusion. Let me ask you, who was the first man this covenant was given? Now listen to this. Who was the first man this covenant was given? Well, you had great Noah. God gave this covenant to him, told him, said, I'm going to bless you and your generation. I'm going to bless them. Future generations, I'm going to bless them because of you, Noah. We, we wonder what's wrong. You know, that, 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 goes, that goes in our posterity, too. You know, it, are our children great because we were great parents? If you were saved parents, you were great parents. You know, listen, folks. God told Noah he was going to bless his, his generation. Who then? Who then? Who, who got it then? 
great Abraham. God passed it along. He gave it to great Abraham. He told Noah what, what he was giving him. But he, then he gave the covenant to great Abraham. Who, who, he, who did he pass it down to? It was great Isaac, his son. Now listen, he passed it down to his son. I read it to you. you didn't, if you didn't listen, you didn't get it. I read it to you. He gave it to his son Isaac, his great son Isaac. Who did he pass it down to? It was his great son Jacob. He passed it down to him. Uh, who did he pass it down to? He passed it down to the 12 tribes, his 12 sons. He passed that greatness along to his 12 sons. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You know, you can pass that greatness on down to your children, but when we, when we refuse to teach them what they need to be taught, then you're not passing it down to them. I can't help it, you're not. When you just let them go out and do as they please in the world, you're not passing it down to them. This is greatness. I wish I had Brother Massey right up here right now. He passed it down to his 12 sons. The 12 sons, the, tw the 12 sons, I can't see now. The 12 sons of Jacob made up all the Jews of the Old Testament. Every one of them made up all the Jews. Almost all the rest of the Old Testament is written around the families which derive from Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and the 12 sons. And their posterity is written right around them. Oh, the whole Old Testament is written around them. Well, what about New Testament? Now, let me give you some wonderful news. From the Old Testament to the New Testament, we have the reason God made great men and how he is still making great men, great women, great children. These make up the elect of God. That makes even every person in this building today who are saved great people. See, it's come right down to us. That covenant, that, that same covenant God gave Abraham way back there in the Old Testament, some 6,000 years ago, that covenant he gave Abraham way back there in the Old Testament, it's done passed pass down to us now. And you'll say, well, if, if the... If the world wasn't worthy of them, then the world's not worthy of us either. The world's not worthy of us. If God take every one of us off the earth and he's going to do it someday, then he's going to leave the earth in a nothing but a trash mess. The earth's going to be nothing. It's just about getting like that now. He's going to leave the earth down as a trash mess. It's just going to be a pile of trash. That's all it's going to be. not going to be anything left. When God takes all of his children out of this world and, and the rapture and takes them all up, what's going to be left in this world is going to be nothing. You're talking about killing and you're talking about looting and you're talking about all this. You ain't seen nothing. People haven't seen nothing yet. If you don't, if you don't, if God doesn't take you away, you're going to be living in a terrible world. If God doesn't take you out of it, you're going to be living in a terrible world. Because the Bible talks about that. As a matter of fact, Satan's going to be let go after a thousand, after a thousand years, Satan's going to be let go. 
and he's going he's to be doing the same thing. He was pinned up, chained down for a thousand years. He's going to be let go, and he's just going to jump right in the middle of that wicked world, and he's going he's to take them right on down to hell with him. Every one of them. Read, read the book of Revelation. He's going to take it right on down with him. All those that follow him and all of his, all of his uh, followers and everybody's going to go to hell where they'll be tormented day and night forever and ever. That's what's going to be left, folks. You need to be concerned about that. You need to be concerned about that in your own life and your children. and ch- These little babies are coming up. Need to be concerned about that. That's the reason we pray so hard that when they get old enough, God will save them. I've heard people say, "Well, I, I hate, I hate my children have to live." And I've said it too. I was wrong. Said I hate for my children have to live in this world. I'd hate for my children have to live in this world lost. I really would. But boy, I tell you, you better be working on them. They'll be working hard on them. Some of you may have already lost them. I don't know. But you better be working hard on them. Working hard. This makes every person in this building today who are saved great people. And you're great people. And I love every one of you. I love every one of you to death. And we're going we're gonna to sing a song. And let Brother Reggie come up here and, and turn this off. We're going to sing a song. And- <laughs>